You're listening to the Her Business Beat podcast, where real women share how purpose drives profits and how life harmony can exist with your hustle. I'm Geneva Moresma, the founder of Hearts and Heels, a networking group for women where we work together for flourishing businesses and come together through enriching education and joyful relationships. Whether you're a part-time business owner or a fast-scaling entrepreneur who is also a conscientious leader, you can create soul-led success by fueling your greatest ambitions with pure heart. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of cab, pop in your AirPods, and get ready to check your purpose pulse to create work that matters and the success you desire. On today's episode of Her Business Beat, I have a dear friend and fellow entrepreneur, Barbara Ellis of The Stylish Chick. She is certified to do personal color analysis and style consultation through House of Color. And I am so glad you're here to talk to us today about how we can use personal style to communicate our brands and how we can curate our style to tell and sell our story. So welcome and tell us a little bit more about yourself, Barbara. Thanks so much for having me, Geneva. I'm excited to be here today. Um, My story actually started when I was a little girl. Um, My grandmother, Betty, would always take me to go sewing, and she taught me a lot about personal style. And just those were lessons that stuck with me as I grew up. I worked in retail. I helped a lot of women through those channels um, with fashion and also interior design. And I have ebbed in and out of fashion and style my entire life. And so I'm just really pleased to now be focusing on personal style and personal color analysis here in the Tampa Bay area. Awesome. And yes, Barbara, your style definitely stands out. And what I love about your work is that you really help equip women, not just to look good on the outside, but to to dress in a way that's authentic to them, authentic to their brand, um, but know how to show themselves off their best. And so I think today's conversation is really awesome because we often think of branding as far as our logos, our website, our messaging, and we forget that we are the best representation of our personal brand and that how we walk into a room should also quickly deliver a message that aligns with all the other messages that we're trying to to share about our businesses So this is a great conversation for anybody listening who has ever felt like they had on an outfit that just wasn't fitting them correctly, the color was not correct for them, and they just don't know maybe where to start um, or how to think about style relative to how they're presenting themselves and maybe how people are perceiving them, whether it's good or bad. Um, so, (laughs) So I'm excited. So Let's start by talking about some of the nonverbal messages that an image can actually communicate. So when it comes to the nonverbal cues that you're giving out, one of the things that I always encourage my clients to think about is how do they want to be perceived? So in other words, if you were to ask a friend to describe your style, what would they say about you? And your style can communicate anything from you're trustworthy, you're authoritative to maybe you're feminine or you're glamorous. So there's a wide variety of words that can be used to describe personal style. And you need to hone in on the three to five words that really resonate with you so that everything you put on your person when you are getting dressed communicates that to everybody that is going to come in contact with you. So that's really um, important to think about, you know, is how when you walk into a room, how someone else perceives you, because 
like we said, it might be how you want to be perceived, but it may not be. You know, if I guess if I'm in a business that's more formal, but I walk in and people perceive me as, I don't know, a fun party, like it could be, it could be in contradiction to potentially how I want my business to be perceived. And which I guess could, yeah, it just sends the wrong message and maybe starts me off not on the, the best foot that I want to be as far as just kind of walking into a room and someone understanding what I'm about and what I can do for them or how I present my business towards them, my services. Uh, very, very interesting. So I know you have shared kind of the old adage of pictures worth a thousand words. And so explain to us with creating those pictures, like how this message could be different for our work versus our social life. So as women, as business women, we often wear many hats. We're, sometimes we're moms, we're wives, we're girlfriends, we are best friends, um, and we are professionals. And so we need to convey different messages at different times during our day, during our week, during our month. So you don't want to show up for a social event coming from work and feeling very buttoned up professional if you're going to go to a concert with your girlfriends and vice versa. You don't want to show up to a professional networking event looking like you just rolled out of bed. So getting, getting dressed, <laughs> very important. Yes. <laughs> very important. Getting dressed appropriately for the situation is also just as important as the message that you want to convey. Now, and there is actually a connection between those because really what I'm talking about with clients is there are two things that you have to consider when you're getting dressed. One is dressing for your body. So that's kind of the, what, what are you dressing? And the other is the who, who you are as an individual, as a person in your soul, in your heart. And those two have to actually combine together, mm. but it doesn't mean that it's the same look every single time. It actually runs the gamut from very casual all the way up to very business professional and everything in between. That's a uh, very interesting information and something I learned from you. I did a color analysis with Barbara and I uh, would like to schedule my style analysis with you. But something I learned from you is just the like my best power colors. And I think, you know, I've always thought like definitely black. And I mean, and I, I love a good black suit, but I learned from you like some perceptions that that could give and then also some other colors that might suit me best as far as how I put myself out to the world and might present all the messages I want presented about my business, which might not, maybe I don't want to go in and look very authoritative. I want to look approachable. And you gave me some different options that were great colors for me and that worked with my coloring and my personality to, to convey what I wanted. And I thought that was really useful because it helps me shop now when I shop for formal attire, uh, business wear, things like that. I, I think much differently now about the the colors that I'm actually allowing into my life that it doesn't just have to be black for me. <laughs> that is correct. And, and and black actually is one of those colors. It's it's very um easy to find. It's mm -hmm. readily available. And so a lot of people have it in their closet. What most people don't understand is the actual message that it conveys and and the subliminal messages behind that particular color. And there are so many other beautiful colors out there that can tell your message that are not black. And yeah. I love helping people find that their particular set of colors that makes them shine their best. Yes. And so when we're talking about color and style, Barbara, does this just pertain to our clothing? Actually, style is head to toe. Style is your hair. It's your makeup. It's the accessories that you wear. And it is, of course, your clothing. So for somebody to really 
look as professional as possible or in harmony is one of the words that I really like to use, mm-hmm. knowing the colors that are good for all of those pieces of you is ideal because you want to present a holistic picture. It's not just about the clothes. Everything else has to go together with that to send the correct message. Yeah. And that was that was something else that I learned from our session together. Uh, so I'll just share with people in the Tampa Bay local area that if you do a style, uh, I'm sorry, not a style, but a color analysis session with Barbara, it's this really fun two hour appointment. And I gained so much information. I learned so much from that. But yeah, it was it was really cool to kind of think about not just like my power colors and those big colors that help represent my brand, but the ways that I could use other accent colors. And like I said, a lot of them were colors I had never invited into my world before to accent myself. So something that I've heard you share before and you've shared with me is about sumptuary law and the language of clothing. So can you explain that a little bit more for our audience? Absolutely. So the idea of sumptuary law spans centuries. It has been around um, in many, many cultures throughout time. And really sumptuary law is about using your attire to communicate power and authority. Okay. All right. So we can, we can communicate all these important messages. Like you said, authority, approachability, competency. And I love how you've, you've shared that each item we wear is a word. So what are some places, I guess, where we need to kind of attend to on ourselves as we style ourselves that might be sending words out to our audiences? So I like to talk about things that I like to call big words when it comes to your authority. Um, So it might be something as simple as the neckline of your top. A good example of that is uh, a neckline that comes up a little closer to your neck is going to be something that is considered more formal than a neckline that is more of a scoop or a v-neck. We see them all the time. However, if you're in a profession that needs a little bit more authoritative messaging, then a higher neckline is going to give you that. It also connotes the idea of jugular protection. I am sure you have heard that term mm-hmm. go for the jugular. And if you ever feel like you are in a situation where somebody's going to kind of come at you, maybe a little argumentative, you want to protect your jugular. And you can do that with a neckline of a blouse. You can do it with a scarf, maybe even with a necklace. And that's going to actually protect your jugular and signal to them not today. You can't come at me. <laughs> hey, we all come against aggressive people time to time. So now yeah. we know how to how to dress in order to send the message that uh, not today. So another thing that I like to communicate is the value of lipstick. And it's one of those very simple tricks. In fact, if somebody were to ask me what one makeup item would you want on a deserted island with you? For me, it would always be lipstick because lipstick signals that you value your words. And so that is something that is very important as women We are, when we are speaking, that people are actually paying attention to what we're saying. So this is not only in person, it's also very valuable on a Zoom. So if you show up to a Zoom with naked lips, if you go out in public with naked lips, it sends a signal that you don't value your words as much as if you actually are wearing lipstick. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. And I guess the right shade of lipstick because we want correct, correct. attention on our mouth. <laughs> Not a lip that that deters people from listening to us, but that's really interesting. It kind of leads me to another question. I was going to ask you to maybe give us another couple tips for dressing for Zoom. So many of us since the pandemic, we 
have leaned into using Zoom, uh, video conferencing, whatever your choice platform is, so much more than we did pre-2020. Those platforms existed. We just didn't realize how much we could do with them for business. Mm -hmm. And now we're really enjoying this whole, like, I get to work from my home office. But I do find sometimes when I'm on meetings with people, they do show up a bit how do I say it, understated or a bit casual, like, you know, maybe like, I was just kind of hanging out in the living room and decided I was going to get on this call two minutes ago. And so like, I have plopped myself down here. So what are a couple tips for showing up on zoom in the way that we want to be perceived as if we were showing up in person? Um, That's actually a really great question. For something that's easy is lipstick, obviously, I already mentioned that, but a pair of earrings Mm-hmm. Um, can go a really long way. You have to think about what are people actually seeing. They're seeing you from a little bit below your neck up to the top of your head generally. And so what is something that you can make an instant impact with? Maybe it's an interesting collar on a top or an interesting necklace. However, if the necklace is a long hanging necklace, they're not ever going to see that. Mm-hmm. So my go-to would be a fun pair of earrings. And if you're not a big statement earring girl, then maybe it's a smaller pair of earrings, but something that finishes the look around your face small pair of earrings, a necklace, an interesting neckline, make sure your hair is actually combed. (laughs) I see many, many people jumping on Zoom with what looks to be bed head. And then the last and final tip is just have decent lighting. Wet hair. Have you seen that? Wet hair. I have seen that. Yes. Yeah. But decent lighting goes a really long way too. So if your back is to a window, you're always going to be cast in shadow. And that is probably the most unflattering thing that you can do on a Zoom. So make sure that you're you are facing a natural source of light or you have a ring light or something that is casting a good amount of light on your face, not shadows up or down, side to side, uh, that just puts you in the best light, a little lip, a great earring or necklace, and you're going to be good to go. That's really great information. So all of us should have a couple maybe prepped uh, Zoom tops like outfits. And like you said, I'm a big earrings girl. I know you are too, Barbara. And so I love uh, an interesting pair of earrings. But Right. If it's just a a nice pair of maybe diamond studs or something, like you said, that just kind of completes the look. It does make a big difference, all those little details as far as just showing up, looking like you're trying to do business, even though you're on Zoom. (laughs) Absolutely. Still trying to command a little little value and authority in us. So I know, um, you know, we were just talking about some details. And so what are some other areas that can either add wow to our factor, our dressing factor, or detract from what you call points of interest? Or what are those points of interest? Points of interest are anything um, other than just getting dressed in a plain white tee and jeans. So points of interest would be if you do your hair, if you do your makeup, jewelry, which would be earrings, necklaces, rings, those sorts of things. It could actually be your nail polish. Is your nail polish adding to your look or is it detracting because Mm -hmm. you've kicked it off? It could be things like um, pin tucks or ruffles on your top or details at the hip of your pants. Um, if you're wearing a jacket, that is an additional point of interest. We call that a third layer. If you're wearing fun shoes that have some detail, that's a point of interest. So the idea is that all of these points of interest come together to create the story. So you and I could actually show up in the same outfit, the same white t-shirt and jeans, but we might finish it off completely differently. And it's going to say something about who we are as an individual and how we finish that look. So 
you've been talking about these points of interest that we can create on ourselves. And I think those are all great. um, It's great information and great to think about, like you said, if you're on a zoom, and you're thinking about like from your upper chest up, like how you can create points of interest when we're talking about our whole body. And like you mentioned, those different points, um, whether it's a fun shoe or nail polish or whatever, is there such a thing as too many points of interest? Can we like overdo it on that? Absolutely. Yes, you can. So if you think about each detail, each point of interest is almost like a point and you are wearing big earrings and a big necklace and a whole bunch of bracelets and your hair is done and your makeup and you've got a lot of details on your clothes and and you can see how it just starts to multiply. Certain clothing personalities can handle more points of interest than others. Mm. So there is actually a point at which, yes, it can be overwhelming and too much for the person who's looking at you, like, where do I even begin to rest my eye? Mm-hmm. There's also a point at which you can be way underdressed. And so you don't, it's, it's that happy medium. It can really depend, like I said, on you and your personality. We, we like to call it a clothing personality. Okay. But there is definitely a, a section kind of in the happy middle that everybody is going to look good in. Okay. So Another question to that one. So if someone has, let's talk about both ends of that spectrum. If somebody has not enough points of interest, what could be some messages that are perceived or being sent subliminally to your audience that um, are taking away from your value? So if you show up without very many points of interest, it could actually look like you are not trying very hard. Maybe Mm -hmm. that you're a little lazy in how you put yourself together and how you present yourself. And lazy is never a good thing because people people will translate that into the kind of the work that you do. So if they're perceiving you and your look that way, it's going to, it's going to be a message that talks about your business as well. So then let's talk about that. That's, that makes perfect sense. I could totally see that where it's, you don't look stand out and yeah, it just looks like you've put minimal work into yourself. So that could convey into like, I do minimal for you too. None of us wants to send that message. No, okay. not a great message. No, that's, a, that's not a good message. Um, And so then on the other end, however, if we create too many conflicting points of interest for ourselves and we are overdoing it and we look like a, you know, I just think of like a, I don't know, a TV movie character or, um, I don't know, that's like a grandma that's just got like too many glitter things going and big earrings and, you know, a busy handbag and all of that. If we create too many points of interest, what could also be some detrimental messages that we're sending about our brand? So when you have too many points of interest on, again, it's it's very overwhelming for the person looking at you and you start to look like you're wearing a costume. So they might not actually trust that they're getting to know the real you because you're layering yourself with so much that you're trying to hide behind all of these points of interest. Okay. That makes sense. So we don't want to look like we're wearing a costume or we're hiding because people are definitely looking for transparency. And so if we look like we are masked, I guess, then um, that's a, a turnoff, a put off. You want to show up looking as you and comfortable and you can go, you can have a lot of fun with like, let's say a big stack of bracelets, or I've seen women wearing, you know, 10 rings on their fingers because they really want to create a statement with that. Mm-hmm. If that is your jam. Great. But just tone back the other things that you're yeah. doing. So yeah. 
allow that piece to shine and not be just one of many, many pieces <laughs> that yes. you are wearing that day. I love a good bracelet stack. <laughs> that's, that's one of my faves. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the services that you provide, Barbara, and how people can access you and maybe what kinds of people you often work with. So I'll start there. Like what kind of professionals come to you quite frequently? What do they do? Like, why are they concerned about their style? I see a lot of business owners, a lot of C-suite executives. I actually see a lot of people in the medical industry, in the medical field, mm. um, because they want to show up looking happy and healthy. Mm. So, and and if you are in any sort of sales, um, that could be from real estate to just medical sales. Um, again, you want to show up as best version of yourself because you're not just selling a product. You actually become the product that you're trying to sell People are going to buy from you. They're not actually buying product from the company. So it's very important if you're in any sort of sales to show up looking your best. If you're in a medical profession, um, even estheticians, mm -hmm. um, people people who are in public facing professions, mm -hmm. hairstylists, teachers, administrators, those sorts of individuals are um, ideal clients for me, but also ideal for the type of services that I have to offer because they are so important in how in the message that they're trying to convey out to the public or to their staff or to the person that they're selling to. So it's very important that they show up as they want to be seen. Certainly. I think I often give this message to my copywriting clients is that we want to create messaging that's memorable, that it, it fits them. And it's not what everyone else is saying, because that's gives them competitive edge. And so, you know, this is a very simple way, a personal way of giving yourself a competitive edge to be remembered in a nice light and a good way, uh, because you looked put together and that message conveyed to somebody that they could trust you. And often you're talking about sales and real estate, like those are big purchases. So I think that I know that the time I spent with you was a great investment. Um, and I, I feel like it's actually helped me make a lot smarter buying decisions. Like I know ladies, we all love to get like something cause it was on a good sale, but how many of you have like, I don't know, 10, 15 pieces hanging in your closet that you've worn once or still has tags on. And really it's just wasted money. You know, I really felt like the, the cost of a, of a color consultation was very worth it and just making better choices and not being caught up and looking at something and going, oh, that's cute. And it's on sale, <laughs> but understanding like what actually works best for me so that I don't waste that money and end up hanging in the closet. Or you have those pieces that you wear once or twice and something doesn't quite fit and you don't know what it is about that piece. But I realized when I went back through my closet, it was funny. It was like a bunch of stuff in the same color families that weren't meant for me. And that's why they never, I never really wanted to put them on. Yeah, it was it was interesting. But in the Tampa Bay area, local services, things that people must do with you in person, if they are in one of those professions or something else that like you said, is public facing, what are the in person services that you offer? And why are they in person? So I do color analysis in person. Um, and it does have to be done that way. I, I know many people come to me and they have tried to take an online quiz to figure out what their best colors are. And the online quizzes just don't work. Um, the method that we use, uh, we use a proprietary set of precision dyed drapes and we put them up close next to your face so that we can actually see what is happening to your skin tone with those colors. 
So it does need to be done in person. I use, I have a studio set up in Valrico in the Tampa area. So I'm very readily accessible to many, many people. And I do everything in natural light with no lights on in the room. Uh, So it is one of those services that is done in person. Style can be done virtually or in person. Of course, I love to see my clients and I love to have them come visit me in my, my studio but style is actually something because I, it doesn't require um, special tools and it doesn't require special lighting that I can actually also do virtually. Okay. And style for me is it's a two-parter. It is teaching somebody how to dress just their body architecture it has nothing to do with weight. So you don't have to wait to lose those last 10 to 15 pounds to see me because this, the concepts are still going to apply. And it also teaches people all of the the details. So do they do ruffles? Should they do ruffles? What size of ruffle? What kind of patterns? What scale of patterns? What style of accessories? What scale of accessories? Where do you want your sleeve lengths to hit for the most flattering look? Same thing with jacket and jackets and tops and pants and those sorts of things. So we get really into the nitty gritty. Um, and we also help just discover who you are as a person. I find that many people in my chair I feel like a retail therapist. <laughs> I, I get these amazing stories of really who they are as a person. And that is how I help them kind of draw that out and showcase that yeah. in terms of what they're wearing. Yeah. I, I love that, you know, those points of it not relating to your weight or, you know, these, these things that we kind of hang ourselves up on. Cause I, I know that whether I'm 10 pounds heavier than I am now, or I'm where I'm at, like my body type is what it is, right? Like, you know, it's just, I might, <laughs> I know it's going to go in, in my, my booty and in my thighs. <laughs> and you deserve that. You know what women deserve to look good, no matter what size they yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah. Understanding your, your details and your personal style and how to dress your body it's irrelevant of size and weight. So I think that's kind of a freeing concept, actually, you know, is just to know that no matter how I fluctuate, because it's going to happen, you know, is that I still know that what fits me correctly, the cut of something is is going to be the cut I should wear at any, any weight that I happen to to fluctuate to. (laughs) So I, I really like that thought. So that's something you said that you offer the style consultation. And that's something that people can do with you online. Mm-hmm. If they're interested in either booking a color consultation in the Tampa Bay area or a style consultation um, and session with you wherever they are worldwide, how should they reach out to you? Um, the best way to, to reach me is actually through my website. I have a beautiful new website. It is uh, thestylishchick.com. And you can actually book through there. You can learn more about me and more about the services that I have to offer. So that's thestylishchick.com. Excellent. And if anyone's interested, I think this topic, um, you know, I've gotten to know Barbara well, but I think this is a great topic for conferences, for retreats of different industries. Um, and so if people are interested in booking you as a speaker, which I think would be great value for someone, for a group to bring in whatever it is, a bunch of, of real estate agents and teach them these simple tools, right? It's just something, a simple investment they can make in themselves to potentially make a lot better sales. Um, if someone's interested in booking you for a uh, speaking engagement, should they also go on to your website? Certainly. They can absolutely reach me. There's a contact me page on my website. So that is the one place I would direct everybody to. 
they're also actually welcome to email me at thestylishchick at gmail.com. Excellent. So this has been great information and just um, I'm, I'm a big fan, a big cheerleader. I just did a personal branding photo shoot this past weekend and actually decided based on my best colors, I decided to switch up my entire brand. So my my personal website will have a much different look and feel. And, you know, it was something I, I felt like I wanted to do forever ago. And I really felt like my color session, like, gave me the power to just make it happen and realize, like, this is who I am. Like, I, I like bright and I get to put bright out now. And so I pulled all these fun colors and accessories into the session And I loved what I saw when the photographer showed me behind her lens, what she was capturing. It felt very much in line with who I am and much more in line than my current website. So this is something that I feel like for me as a business owner, wasn't just about the clothes and the accessories I put on my body, but I could think outside of that to what colors work best for my brand in general and feel most aligned for me. So so thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. It was my pleasure to help you with that. And it's so fun to hear you using it in your branding as well. I I actually help a lot of clients with that. Um, Yeah. About to get married and they want to know what color wedding dress they should be wearing. It applies to so many things. I I love when women bring their children back, their teenagers, because I think, gosh, what an incredible gift. It's a once in a lifetime experience. They don't ever have to have their colors done again, but they're going to know their best colors for everything from prom and homecoming to job interviews to yeah. wedding dresses or wedding outfits on into their future. So yeah. it's applicable to everybody at any age, but it is really a once in a lifetime thing. They they never have to do it again, but the knowledge lasts them forever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, um, so we've talked about your website, Barbara, share with us your Instagram handle. Where can we find you there? The stylish chick. All right. (laughs) I'm pretty consistent. (laughs) (laughs) She is the stylish chick. And we are so glad you've been on the podcast with us today. And I would encourage you all to reach out to her, check out her website and think about doing a color analysis or style uh, session with her. And I think it's something that um, not only will you enjoy, but will be something that kind of changes how you present yourself and and the money that you make because you put yourself out as your best self. So thanks again for being with us today, Barbara. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Geneva. This was fun. This was fun. Thanks for tuning in to Her Business Beat. I hope you found some sunshine for your business journey or heard something that made your purpose pulse beat faster. Please hit subscribe, write us a review, and share this episode with a friend. Tune back in for new episodes soon. 